Everyone, remain calm. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. That's how it always starts. And later, there's running and screaming. World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello. And welcome to the sixth episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this decent-sized episode, we'll have a bit of news, take a listen to some fan-made clips, read off some of our Twitter followers' favorite characters, and feature part one of our Jurassic World reference and Easter egg discussion. Now let's take a look at some of the news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access main program. Access main security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. Now, I know we all love Jurassic World, but none of us had quite the emotional reaction as YouTuber Costarella's wife. She apparently loved the movie so much that she cried for a good 15 minutes after the movie was done. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. You've been crying about it for 15 minutes now. I know. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how good was the movie? It was a 15. 15? So you're glad you saw the first one first? Yes. The part. I say we give her a break because I'm sure a ton of us had the same reactions. You may have heard the news recently that Hasbro made a huge error on their website and called all the dinosaurs boys. Now they just went ahead and fixed the problem, so now it's alright, we're okay, stay calm. All the dinosaurs are girls again, so don't worry. They went ahead and fixed the website. Now everything is right again in the world. According to theme park website Screenscape.com, Universal Studios Japan has a new Jurassic Park attraction ready for 2016. The article reads, Screenscape sources have confirmed the new Jurassic Park themed ride going into Universal Studios Japan for 2016, and it's better than we could have hoped. It will be a B&M flyer. I don't quite know how elaborate the theming will be, but it sounds almost like a revival of the old canceled plans once in place for Islands of Adventure. That would have seen a B&M flyer coaster built inside a giant Pteranodon aviary structure. Like I said, I'm not sure if the aviary structure will be part of these new plans or not, but since a Pteranodon-like dinosaur was put into the construction walls in the theme park itself, I can only assume that this is a basic theme that they are going for with this project. Of course, a giant aviary building also plays a big part in the new Jurassic World movie as well, this one containing pterosaurs. They also posted an image on the website, and it's a really cool wall that features a, a pteranodon and the logo, and it just says it's coming 2016, so I guess we have something else to look forward to. 
I'll post a link in the show notes. Saturday Night Live recently revealed an unaired skit with Jurassic World star Chris Pratt. In the clip, Chris Pratt is dishing out his best Jason Statham impression. I'm action movie star Jason Statham. That's Jason Statham's Jason Statham's. And that's why we're introducing Jason Statham's Jason Statham's Jason Drinkham's Statham's water. <clears throat> the only bottle of water with big chunks of steak in it. The scene was cut due to time, but at least we get to see a bit of his savory acting as Jason Statham. Concept artist Jory Rossman has recently posted a few pieces of art that are listed on his artist profile on artstation.com. I highly suggest checking them out because they are some of the best pieces of art that I've ever seen pertaining to Jurassic Park. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Now, I don't have any box office numbers for you this week as I'm currently out of the country traveling, but if I had to guess, I think it's going to come in either third or fourth place in the box office due to the entrance of Terminator Genesis and Magic Mike. It's going to be a tough weekend, so who knows? We'll see who comes out on top. Oh, hear fire? Do not fire! God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Boy, we hit being right all the time. We're gonna have to drop the can! Are you ready? One, two, one! In this segment, I have a few audio clips for you to check out. The first one is a funny take on Jurassic Park in different eras, and the second one is a look at Jurassic Park from a kid's perspective. Let's take a listen. My dear Dr. Grant, welcome to Devonian Park. What are they doing? Feeding them. These sea stars are ruthless, all right. They can strip the plankton off that cow in as little as seven, even six days. Oh, no. Early single cellular protista! Run! They may also possibly be early jellyfish. Scientists are undecided! Uh, this is what happens when you play God, John. These creatures don't belong in our time. Well, actually, turtles are evolutionarily very old. They belong in both our times. It's still uh, a, a dangerous uh, predator. Oh, it's on its back. Oh, no! Raptors! Wait a minute, this is Jurassic Park. Velociraptors are from the late Cretaceous period, and they should be half the size, and covered in feathers. <laughs> the only historically accurate dinosaur in this whole damn park is the T-Rex. And you're supposed to be a scavenger, not a predator. Ching! Where are we going? You'll find out when we get there. How long will it take us to get there? Oh, only about 30 minutes. 30 minutes later. Come, we'll take a tour. A, we will take a tour of the compound. We will be riding in these Jeeps. Listen, guys, can you wait 20 minutes? I have to get this DNA. I've got to get that DNA. I just have to... See, how do I open up this door? Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep. Got it. 
out here like a rough trash. What? Ah! Dang, what happened? Oh, shoot, I must have hit this west dock sign. Now I don't know which way to go. What the heck was is that? Shoot, it's a dinosaur. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Go away, go away, go away. Oh, no, leave me alone. Go away. Oh, no, Velociraptor. Computer data on it in Jurassic Park. Beep, 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 beep. Hi, Coast Guard. We need immediate help, but we're at Jurassic Park. Please come and get us with the helicopter. Okay, Roger. Oh. Okay, guys. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna Whoa! Ah! Guys, we're gonna have to run to the roof! Okay, I don't think it sees us. Whoa. It's getting real mad. Um, I don't really think it sees us. Ah! Timmy! Careful! We might go for the roof! Whoa, watch the roof! Finally, we're out of here. Okay, here it comes, guys. We're gonna have to make a run for it. Something. I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendron. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? This week, I asked all our Twitter followers which characters were their favorites from the Jurassic Park saga. I got a few good answers, so let's get into them. And again, excuse me if I butcher your Twitter handle. I'm sorry. All right, so the first one here is from at browncoat underscore r. She says, Ellie, Alan, Claire, and Owen. I can't narrow it down further, and I'm not sorry. Well, it's fine. I don't care. You don't have to narrow it down. That was a pretty good pick. Uh, all four of those characters are just awesome, so it's, it's, it's awesome to see you compare Ellie and Claire and Alan and Owen, and I'd love to see the four of them come together in hopefully another sequel. So we'll see what happens. And one of my favorite answers comes from at Indian Marion. Uh, he says, Jeff Goldblum's laugh and hands. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that clip says it all, so I totally agree. His laugh and his hands, why not? His hands. And that beat he does with his hands? And you can't really beat that. At W-H-T-E underscore R-B-T-O-B-J. Uh, short for White Rabbit Object. If you're a Jurassic Park fan, you'll know that. He says, Muldoon, no nonsense from him, and three great lines. Shoot her, quiet, all of you, and clever girl. You're right, man. It's really tough to deny those three lines when, uh, even though his part was quite short, he had some of the best lines in the series, and he's going to be impossible to forget, so he's definitely a favorite. At Notorious NFP says... Mr. DNA has a distinct, hilarious tone, but probably either Arnold or Gennaro. I have to agree with you. Mr. DNA is one of the best characters they've ever created for this series. And while he's not a physical character, he has one of the best scenes in, you know, all the films. And he definitely steals the show with his uh, tour sequence. But I'm going to say we probably saw the last of him 
Um, we, he got his moment to shine in Jurassic Park, and he popped up again in Jurassic World. But with the way things went in Jurassic World, I'm not sure we're going to see him again. And we're definitely not going to see Arnold and Gennaro. Uh, some bad things happened to them, so... Now this last one here from at CMK underscore Cynthia was in another language, so I had to go ahead and translate it the best I could, and I came out with Handsome Brothers Really Do Melt Ya. And I'm assuming they're talking about the brothers from Jurassic World, Zack and Gray. And I have to agree, they really do melt your heart a little bit. You know, they seem to not really like each other too much in the beginning, and then all of a sudden they do like each other at the end, and it's a great moment and a great reveal. Thank you all for submitting your characters. I'm sure we'll do this again when I post another poll on Twitter. Make sure you pay attention and submit your answers, and I'll go ahead and read them here on the show. We are now entering the section where spoilers will be discussed. I suggest you stop what you're doing and leave now. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Let's open up the doors to the Visitor Center, where we'll feature part one of our discussion on Jurassic World references and Easter eggs with Dan Karan. Okay, so this week I brought in Dan, and we're going to discuss um, some of the Easter eggs that have been hidden in Jurassic World. Um, and we'll actually discuss whether they are or are not Easter eggs. And this is all going to be off the cuff, and we have no notes on this. So we're just going to take a look at these lists um, as they come, and maybe there'll even be some surprises to us. So uh, let's start off. If you guys want to join in and, and take a look, um, maybe you can go to moviepilot.com and just search for Jurassic Park Easter eggs. Um, this first one here has a list of 14. So... Number one on this list is Lowry's shirt. Now, I don't know if it's much of an Easter egg. I mean... I mean, they kind of explicitly reference it plenty of times, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, it's a reference. Yeah, but... it's definitely a reference. I, I think maybe that's what they're trying to get at more so than an Easter egg. Easter eggs are definitely things that are typically hidden in the movie, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Let's move on to number two here. It says the T-Rex is back on top after Spinosaurus debacle from Jurassic Park 3. Um, so I think what they're trying to get at is the Spinosaurus bones that were in the center of the Main Street on Jurassic World. Uh, they basically get torn down by the T-Rex. And uh, I guess I guess you can consider that a, an Easter egg. Um, basically kind of throwing it in the face of Jurassic Park 3, um, but not particularly pointing it out. So I, I, I'll uh, give him that one. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. All right. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to exactly call it an Easter egg, but it, it works a little bit. Now, number three here is the night vision goggles. Now, again, I think it's an awesome reference it's not hidden. I mean, if you didn't see the first movie, I guess you'd have no clue what that little reference is. But, you know, you see the kid Gray pick him up real quick, turn him on, and then he just drops him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think this list isn't necessarily, so far at least, um, full of Easter eggs necessarily. Um, 
but, but what we've seen, at least with, with the first and, and now this one, it's, it's more of a reference than yeah. anything. Yeah, I think this movie has some great references. And if things were hidden more, you know, you know, if, if these, these goggles here were maybe on a shelf and nobody interacted with them and uh, you just maybe caught a quick glimpse, I'd call it an Easter egg. But since we got, you know, a kid grasping them, turning them on and then dropping them, I think uh, we can basically call it a reference. So number four is Spared No Expense. And I don't know, it's it's not very covert. You know, it's it's out in the open like the other ones. And so that was um, Mizrani just quoting John Hammond. Yeah, like, I, I think in this particular instance, it's really Mizrani more paying homage to, you know, a guy that, and actually I just saw that it, it said that in this particular article. He's paying homage to a guy who shared similar beliefs in as him, you know, in building this, this you know, ex, this crazy park. So... I don't know. Again, it's kind of more of like a tribute to um, to Hammond than everything than anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, number five, I'll I'll go ahead and agree. This is an Easter egg. It's the ten thousand volt sign. It's not overt. You know, it's real quick. You see the clip, and they the uh, the two kids burst through the fence. And whether that's a fence that we've seen before or not, I don't know. But uh, we've definitely seen that sign before, and I think it's quick enough and. You know, maybe the the casual fan might not, you know, notice that. Maybe that's an old fence from the old park, and that's an old sign that we've seen before. But, you know, I'll agree. I'll give it an Easter egg. Yeah, you know, I, surprisingly, I didn't actually even catch this one. That That is a pretty, uh, I, I, I would consider this one an Easter egg. Yeah. As long as it wasn't necessarily posted everywhere, which it doesn't seem like it was. No, and uh, this one, this number six here is the banner from the original lobby. Um, Easter egg, maybe not. It's it's kind of on the verge, um, but it's probably more so a reference because, uh, as we see in Jurassic World, uh, I believe it's Zach uh, wraps it around the bone and they light it on fire and they use it as a torch. So the old sign from Jurassic Park that falls as a T Rex is roaring. I'll give this one. Uh, a reference more so than an Easter egg. I don't know. It's, it's so hard. I think it really straddles the line. So maybe I'll give it that. It's it's going to straddle the line. That's my uh, official ruling. You know, I, I'm going to go with the again. I mean, like I hate to can, can keep calling this a reference, but really they explicitly pick it up and you know it's used as a piece within the film you know what i mean like it's not just something in the background that you kind of just catch a glimpse of it's explicitly used i would this is really just referring to the uh um yeah i guess you're right you know if i'm gonna go by my own words there and say the uh goggles were references then i'll I'll go ahead you know you convince me we'll go with reference (laughs) now number seven is uh cute little mr dna is back so cute so cute, Mr. DNA. Um, now he, if you didn't catch him, which you uh, probably did because it was kind of out in the open, was uh, in the in the, the new visitor center. He's basically an instructional tool for the kids as they're putting together DNA sequences and learning more about dinosaurs. And uh, in the old movie, you know, he was used as the tour guide, and um, it's probably a similar type role than he than uh, that he would have had in the old park. 
Um, and I don't know. I think it's more of a reference. I don't think it's really an Easter egg. I have to agree. Yeah. But I love that they actually included him. I would have been super upset if he wasn't anywhere in the in the uh, in the movie. But uh, one of the cool things is uh, Colin Trevorrow, the director of the movie, supplied the voice for the character. That is pretty cool. I actually didn't know that. He did a really good job uh, of uh, replicating it. So number eight is even the gates paid homage, and uh, yeah, they paid homage. Yeah, their gates, both tours kind of go through them. One's a little different. One's when you enter the park at Jurassic World, and the other one is when the tour starts. The, I don't believe the tour had started yet in Jurassic World. They were basically coming from the uh, the dock, or yeah, coming from the dock and going into the, the the park itself, so they can go to the hotel and whatnot. So the tour didn't start. So I think it's a little bit different. But I'll call this a just a, a reference. Yeah, there's not much. It's not an Easter egg. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like maybe you saw the. I don't know if it's the exact same fence. Like maybe they retooled it a little bit. But if it was, if you saw the old fence, it's the same idea. I mean, you know? it, oh yeah, yeah, it's the same idea. But say for instance, you you know, we saw the old visitor center. But if we saw the old gates at some point when the kids were rolling out around in their uh, their uh, gyrosphere. Maybe that would be a reference or uh, an Easter egg, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, but we didn't see that, so I'm gonna call it a reference for now because it's just kind of comparing. It's not really uh, hidden or anything like that. You know, the more I go through this list, uh, I just I, I can't really call these Easter eggs. Now I know the article itself calls them Easter eggs, so it's very very difficult to sit here and say, oh, take a listen to all these Easter eggs, but um. Maybe we, we kind of uh, came across a new segment here, reference or Easter egg. <laughs> so moving on to number nine, we've got another reference, and it's the John Hammond statue. Yeah, I, I agree. There's not much yeah, more to I mean, say. It's a John Hammond statue. Yeah. It's a complete reference to the old park and to the old owner, and it's out in the open. It's in several scenes. They spared no expense. <laughs> that, was, that was a reference if you got that. I don't know. So, yeah, um, I, yeah, it's a reference. I don't obviously. think it's much more than that. Yeah, I, 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 that's it. And number ten is so you guys dig up dig up dinosaurs. It's a scene from the original movie where uh, they intro the Badlands, where they're uncovering the dinosaur bones, and the camera pans out off the bones, and you see a bunch of people working on them. And I'm going to go ahead and call this an Easter egg. It's one of the only ones on this list. They show the Easter egg when the girl in the new movie is, you know, cutting away or, or uh, paintbrushing away the uh, the sand in the visitor center in the same way that they were doing it in the old movie. So I'm going to go Easter egg. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is more of an Easter egg in terms of the way it was filmed, which, you know, it, it was more subtle. You may not have caught it, you know, right away, but... When, when you really, when you when you see that scene, it, it is directly, I mean, I hate to say it, it's directly referencing that other <laughs> scene, but it's almost so, so subtle that I would, I would consider it an Easter yeah, egg. Yeah, I think, yeah, Easter eggs do reference, but they're not overt. And I think Easter eggs are more so things that you would, you would leave the theater and, and then find an article like this and be like, oh, I didn't even notice that, or I didn't, I didn't see them do that, or I, I just didn't catch the parallel. 
So that's one of those things I could give that that title of Easter egg. But the other ones, if you if you sat through the whole movie and you didn't see the John Hammond statue, please go buy another ticket. That's ridiculous. How did you miss that? <laughs> <laughs> so number uh, here we go. Number eleven, Doctor Henry Wu. If you didn't see Doctor Henry Wu in this movie, y- you were obviously sleeping. Yeah, because. Yeah, it- He's a main plot point in this film. He's not he's not an easter egg. He's or a, a reference. reference and he's a continuation <laughs> of the story. Yeah, he's not, he's even not even a reference. reference. Yeah. Yeah, this is a character. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, this is this is a tough list. Yeah. I, I just that's kind of the reason why I wanted to analyze this list is because I think they're kind of wrong. Yeah, and you know, I've actually seen some other some other easter egg uh Articles that that do seem to have some some stuff that that uh, you know may spark a little bit more debate than these, but but we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get those get to those when we when we do. Well, you know, I, I found like a lot of them actually pointed out some decent ones, and some didn't. So I chose one in the middle that kind of had um, you know a little bit more depth to it, and I think uh, some give us something a little bit more to analyze. So, Doctor Henry Wu is a character. He's not even a reference or an Easter egg. Now, number 12 is the Jeep from the original. I would consider this an Easter egg, only because the, the Jeep used, um, that the, the, the two kids, um, you know, essentially, you know, rebuilt and put the, the new battery in, um, they actually took um, the same Jeep that they used when, um, you know, in the first movie, that yeah. they you know, when they first were, were um, touring the park um, out with the uh, the Brachiosaurus. So um, I actually would consider that an Easter egg. I mean, it was directly referencing those Jeeps. We all knew that they were the same Jeeps, but I think it's pretty cool when when they use the same Jeep identifier, uh, especially the 29, exactly. in order to, to, to really kind of, like, make it a little bit more special, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. The Jeep itself is the reference and the badge that's uh, hanging from the mirror is the Easter egg. Now, yeah, obviously you'd be like, oh, that, wow, that's cool. That's the Jeep from the old movie. And uh, you may just assume it's a Jeep from, from the old park. It's maybe not the Jeep. But this one is one of the Jeeps that we, uh, we actually saw in action in the, in the first movie. So I'll give this one an Easter egg, too. So good call. And number 13 is Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. I'm going to say no, it's no, a no. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually, um, when I first read this, I, I assume they're talking about Jimmy Buffett himself. Okay. But actually, this, yeah. this article, this paragraph here doesn't reference Jimmy Buffett himself. If we're going to go with Margaritaville, no, you're right. <laughs> it's just a restaurant. <laughs> it's, it's not a reference of any sort. It's just, hey, look, there's a Margaritaville. Um, yeah. if we're talking about Jimmy Buffett carrying the, the, uh, you know, the margaritas, you know, away from the, uh, the Toronto attack, that's an Easter egg, I'll say. Or a cameo, but you yeah, know, it's, cameo, it, it, it's, if you, if you weren't paying attention too closely, you may, might not notice it was him. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, there's no reason for you to even think that was him you know it was just it was literally a, a second and a half worth of screen time you didn't even really get a glimpse of his face his hat was down over he probably had the the cups in front of his face um so yeah, yeah i remember kind of even looking at though. that guy 
I remember even looking at that guy, and I'm like, ah, he's bringing his margaritas yeah, with him. Yeah, I but. think you're just too caught off guard that that he's trying to save his margaritas, you know, than, uh, you know, get to safety. I feel like he's just saving them more so than himself. Yeah. Margaritaville, no, not an Easter egg. Him, possibly an Easter egg, but definitely just a cameo. So number 14 is God Creates Dinosaurs by Dr. Ian Malcolm. This is obviously an Easter egg. I'm going to go with that because yeah. you barely see it. Well, you see it in two places, right? You yeah. see it one on um, on um, the the monorail, mm-hmm. right? And then you see another one on um, – um, oh, my gosh. I can't think of his name. With Lowry's it, desk. Lowry's desk. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, you know – you do see it in a couple different spots, so it is like featured in a way that they, I guess they almost hope you see it, right? Yeah, they. I'd say that they hope you see it, but they don't zoom in on it. They don't like uh, focus there's, really. Yeah, there's no explicit reference to yeah. it. It's kind of just in the background. I would yeah. 100% consider this an Easter egg. Yeah, and, and probably actually, the only credible one in this entire list, uh, next <laughs> to the next to the 10,000 volts. So yeah, um, I'll give it definitely an Easter egg because. It's never focused on, and if you if you're just watching the scene, like specifically um, the monorail scene, the the story is focusing on the kids, and I believe it's pretty early in the movie when they're first about to go through the gates, and uh, actually it's something that I can't even take my eyes off now. I, I just want to look at it every time, and I'm like, there he is, there's Ian Malcolm, he's on the back cover of the book, and uh, yeah, I can't take my eyes off it now. So I, I don't even know what's going on in the scene anymore. Uh, because it's so distracting. <laughs> yeah, no, but for for sure, this is definitely uh, this is definitely one of the better Easter eggs featured. Yeah, and it's the last one on that list. So uh, let's move on to another list. Thanks for listening to the sixth episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Make sure to stay tuned for part two of our Easter egg discussion on next week's episode. You could do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. It would seriously help us build our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. If you want to get a hold of us, you can tweet us at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter. Or you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, new segments, or comments at JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.